Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say today we have Kira with us, who's a brand manager. Kira, how are you doing? Hi Tom, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's my first um, my first time as a podcast guest, so I'm very excited. You're very welcome. Yeah. Kira, we always start off the same. Could you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, please? I can. I sure can. This is where I said, no, Tom, I'll have to watch my time because once I start, <laughs> once I start, there's no stopping me. <laughs> so like you introduced me there, my name is Kira. I'm a brand manager. I'm working for a wholesaler called the Barry Group here in Cork in Ireland. Um, so like I said, yeah, we're a wholesale distribution company and I specialise particularly in alcohol marketing. Um, so a little bit of background, I suppose we are here for a Digital Insights podcast. So a little bit of background of kind of where I come from in the marketing industry is I studied economics in college and I specialised in marketing for my FYP and then I loved it. So I went back by night. I did digital marketing here in MTU in Cork and then I went off, got myself an internship while I was studying and sure, the rest is history. I um I spent some time here working in a marketing agency in Cork um specifying in digital. So I was a digital account executive there with them. And then I spent some time in Australia. So I was working um as a marketing specialist there too. And I was specifying there in um kind of kids retail. So I got to do a lot of cool work with kind of Disney and Nickelodeon. So that was amazing. And as you know, Australia is light years ahead of us. So I got to learn, I got to learn a lot on the job there. Um, then COVID was not on my side, so came back to Cork and I freelanced for a little while here, digital consulting, and then I found my job at the Barry Group and I'm there two years now. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. And uh, Kira, looking at your experience, it's, it's very diverse, but is there yes. any particular strength that you would say is your main area in digital? Yeah, so when I thought about this question, I, I think by default, my answer was always going to be paid social. And I think the reason I defaulted to that answer is because when I started in the industry, I was on a digital account team and my mentor that I had at the time, she kind of, she allocated me to the paid social for the team. We all kind of had our own division. Um, so I want to say by default, that would definitely be my strength because it's just where I have the most experience. I've been working in paid social since day one. Um, but what I love, like calling it a strength, like what I loved is I've obviously developed and I mean, that side of the industry is rapidly developed developing I mean you nearly have to be upskilling yourself every week with with paid social um but as I moved into the bar group I think it's fair to say there was a lot more of a traditional approach in there so what I love about my current role is there was so much scope to actually introduce many elements of digital to the role that I'm in now so kind of for the last two years, I've obviously been keeping my paid social as my baby, um, but I've really been upskilling and introducing new elements of digital to the team. And that's just been that's been phenomenal. It's been a massive learning curve for me. Then I've been able to share those learnings with the wider team. So I think strength wise, I'm definitely going to say paid social, but I'm just like I'm just enjoying so much working across all elements of it now. And it's like a fresh slate introducing it to a new team, you know. Yeah. And, and can you give me an example of some of the new stuff that you have picked up? And yeah. So, 
yeah so like a lot of like the company we actually did a lot of email marketing before so we've really advanced that now because we're, we're a franchised company so we deal with like we've but in the whole franchise like as I said I'm particularly in alcohol marketing myself for the carry out off license brand but we have like hundreds of, of outlets nationwide um, across the bar group as a wholesaler so it's a franchise model so each store is kind of their own they're their own independent they they have their own social teams they have their own store managers um, so email marketing was a massive one for us in terms of communication both with the retailer and then subsequently with the customer as well because you know we're in the process now of developing e-commerce which COVID actually catapulted for us thankfully um so we were never online before and when everything happened over the last two years you know we came back and we were like right it's it's now or never um so that's when we begin to we get, began to develop the the e-commerce side of things so we're working with a developer at the moment now and hoping touch wood I'm touching everything wood I can see in the car now um but hopefully we're going to be online with our test site now for June um so that has been an an epic journey for me um in terms of e-commerce I would have worked with an e-commerce team in the agency I worked in and in Oz but this was like this was like a brand new project for our team and we kind of worked on it from scratch um and then being being able to watch it I suppose develop and now hopefully in June be fully integrated and implemented is just been a roller coaster so e-commerce definitely and then email marketing is a huge part of it as well. And then we do outsource a lot of digital to an agency at the moment. And some of the stuff now I'm working on is like trying to take some of that in-house. So, you know, some kind of self-serve platforms for the likes of programmatic. Um, we're working on some of those now at the moment. So it's it's an ongoing journey. Brilliant. And yeah. out, just out of interest, uh, what platform is the new website being built on? For it's, a, it's a WooCommerce site. So it's it's going to be it's it's basic it's basic but we're we're getting there and and to be fair the the company that we're working with they're an agency in Dublin and they've really broken it out into phases for us so as you can imagine when you have over a hundred outlets nationwide it's it's not going to be a one size fits all model especially with e commerce because you know you're talking about selling online you have different price files you know different product catalogs for each store you know that's kind of the challenge when you're dealing with a, a franchise model because they each have their own kind of say it's not like we don't decide at a national level what works for each individual store so I suppose the challenge with it has been I suppose just trying to integrate trying to integrate everything for everyone and be kind of be be something for everyone so like I said you're working with different product files different price files different product catalogs and then in turn that's really changing how I'm kind of devising the marketing strategy for it is you know if I want to do any conversion campaign and could end up having hundreds of different catalogs so it's all it's a challenge and it's it's overwhelming but it's it's exciting it's exciting. Kira can you give me an example of one of the campaigns that you might have done in your previous roles or or this role that you're really proud of on some insights there? Yeah, absolutely. So when I when I specialized in paid social in the agency, like we like because it was agency, we had like a full suite of clients. So I worked on anything from auto to retail. We had a lot of tech companies um, on board. We had a lot of sports companies. So a lot of local, a local and national teams here. So like I said, I specialized in paid social for them. Um, so that was kind of the great part of it. Like in terms of campaign, I really learned, I really learned there with my mentor, like how to fully kind of integrate across all platforms. Like 
consistency is probably my favorite word and if there's any colleagues in my current role now when they listen to this like consistency 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 so when I was developing campaigns in the agency it was very much pigeonholed to paid social um whereas what I've like and like I said across all those various industries but as I've moved into kind of in-house marketing and I'm specifically focusing on alcohol um the kind of collaborations and campaigns that I run so I deal directly with the alcohol suppliers so you could have anyone from the likes of your Heinekens to your Diageos to your Bulmers and what I do and in terms of digital and I suppose traditional is obviously integrated as well but in terms of digital what I do is I liaise with the supplier and then we do everything from concept development of the campaign to asset content creation development for for every platform so obviously if you're all your different dimensions for social um for online for programmatic for a website and then we build it out from there um so like that's that's kind of how we work in a nutshell and then obviously part of my job then will be integrating that at store level so you know ensuring that the the campaigns for the suppliers are not only you know measurable online but that we're also tracking you know sales uplift at store level and I think reporting is a big one for me as well being able to give a report back to the supplier I kind of treat them like clients I think coming from an agency background when you're so used to dealing with clients and then going in-house when you're you're used to dealing internally I kind of found it hard to adjust so I think how I made it more adjustable for myself was I turned our suppliers into my clients (laughs) and then I started pitching kind of campaigns to them and that's how the kind of alcohol marketing side of it was born so and and do you find there's red tape or any limitations for promoting alcohol in in, on big time big time so I'm actually very lucky so um I I don't know if you'd be aware of of copy clear I'd imagine you would so copy clear is the the legislation here that everything has to go through for any alcohol marketing in this country um but because we are an independent off-license group so everything that I do like for example now we we did a collaboration last year with um Jägermeister so they'd have a really really strict brand guidelines so they'd have really strict global team you know they're very very above board with their brand books and everything and and like that what gets passed through copy clear um they're very very strict with that so the kind of the the benefit i suppose to suppliers working with us is that because we're an independent off license we are advertising as an off license as opposed to as a brand so we do submit everything to copy clear i think just for you know just for compliance really and just for the ease of mind of all the suppliers but the, the kind of response we normally get is you know thank you for your submission because you're an independent um retail outlet you know you're you're free to to advertise as you wish and that's kind of how we I don't want to call it a loophole um but I definitely get to be a bit more tongue-in-cheek and kind of bend the alcohol legislation a tiny bit because because it's an independent off license if that makes sense um so obviously I follow all the brand guidelines from the supplier and we work really closely with them in creating the assets um but in terms of what we actually get to roll out we definitely have a bit more leeway because we're an independent group. That's marking. Yeah. And yeah. I can see it working really well. Um, yeah, do you use you. any particular softwares to enhance your role and, and do some of this work? Yeah. So again, when, when I read that question, I was like, right, there, there's obviously, there's endless, there's endless softwares out there. There's different tools for content creation that we use. Now we're lucky. We obviously work directly with designers in, in-house at the moment. So I wouldn't have to do too much content creation myself. So the ones I've kind of, the, the platforms and, and the softwares that we've kind of plugged into our department in the last couple of months that I have found extremely beneficial was um, that self-serve um, programmatic platform. So they're called Stack Adapt. They're a, a Canadian software and they kind of, they give you 
you access to their software. It's all self-serve. Um, and that's something if my account manager now from there is listening, Kat, she'll be like, oh my God, email me back. I'm like, it's literally, we're in the process of um, of rolling out the training with the team. But that's one that I'm identifying is going to be a massive one for us. Um, because programmatic is something that I've been monitoring and kind of testing myself over the last couple of years. And it is expensive, but I'm seeing a huge benefit in it. And this kind of self-serve software allows me to kind of analyze all the analytics behind what I'm doing. And like I've gone very pro analytics. That was, that's why I love I love the debate inside. Like I'm a digital advocate, and I love kind of comparing traditional media um to the digital side of things. And it's it's all those kind of softwares that are giving me like real tangible metrics and like is measuring everything is what I will like. I will nearly sign up for everything when it's giving me reports and it's giving me insights and data. Like I'm a sucker for it. Um, but it is, it's always an interesting one for me with with those softwares as well because the way I like to sell it is obviously I work in alcohol marketing. Everybody over the age of 18 is my target market. Like I don't have, like we'd have various, like really, really broad target markets. So once you're over the age of 18, I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm targeting you. I want to talk to you. And how I've been able to, you know, report on that over the years um working with it, with this particular company now has been vast so like we obviously have estimated listenerships and estimated viewerships for all the traditional media that we do and it's very important that we do that because as i said my 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 market is very much there as well but when it comes to digital and when it comes to like like those platforms now like stack adapt or self serve programmatic or obviously you, your ads manager your your google analytics like when it comes to all of it like i'm literally able to report back to the supplier of like exact spend this is the exact spent that was spent this is exactly who consumed your data this is exactly who consumed the content and it's just so measurable so any software that's giving me that really and I'm, I'm going to say the stack adapt here because that's the one that I'm absolutely loving at the moment for programmatic and then a second one that's been a huge benefit to us um it's helping us with organic content so we obviously run national paid social campaigns for our group as a whole. Um, but as I kind of mentioned earlier, they're all independent chains. So they'd very much have control over their own, you know, social channels and what they do and how they market. So this new plugin that we used, it's a new software. There, it's called Sociolocal. I don't know if you'd have heard of it. Um, but they're basically a plugin that we're using to kind of directly monitor the, the social channels of all of our retailers. So it allows us access to publish directly to them which we'd do on occasion like if there's a particular offer running across the group um, or if there's a particular price promotion that I want to highlight we'll channel it through this software so that I'm talking directly to the local audience of the retailer if that makes sense so it's kind of a way of like bypassing the kind of broad audiences and trying to you know absolutely nail the targeting and nail the retargeting so this software actually allows me to post directly to each local community and kind of utilize their organic um, they're organic following themselves um, and then also like I said anything with statistics and insights I'm absolutely here for so it gives a really good report then as well like upon any like kind of campaign end um, or any content once it's finished its life cycle it gives a very good report on you know the engagements the statistics at an organic level and then it gives kind of recommendations for you know how to better target the um, the organic content or maybe how to optimize it so I'm loving that one at the moment too. Love it yeah that sounds brilliant I, I'm yeah. checking out Sociolog local yeah they, no they've been they've been they've been a pleasure to work with yeah yeah it, it, it's it's perfectly designed for your type of industry and business as well exactly so, yeah, yeah exactly we were we were on the hunt for it because as I said like we we spent the last year running campaigns at a national level 
and it was great like we had all our audience segmented you know we were we were breaking it down as as much as we possibly could you know on ads manager and and making building out as many custom audiences as we could for each kind of individual town and an area where we had a store but again like being able to directly target their own organic following of people who have obviously the most intent to purchase because they're directly engaging with the retailer's own social channel um so being able to just be able to get straight to the source and talk to them has been phenomenal love it yeah and kira lastly we always ask the same yeah. question on the show which is yeah to try and understand the person behind the role a little bit more yeah and i ask if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have kira that you can yeah. pass on to others what would it be i actually i actually put this question to one of my colleagues this week because i was like god i wonder like i'm going on a podcast how do you say you know this trait that you'd bottle and sell on but i think one that i definitely possess that I I found very beneficial for me is kind of I'm going to call it drive so like I'm I'm kind of motivated by you know watching things come to fruition and then being able to kind of see the success and I think you know having a kind of a drive and a motivation if, if you could bottle it and give it to kind of a younger generation so that they almost know that like there should be no point especially in marketing where you're kind of idle there's always something that can be done there's always a new platform there's always a new trend there's always a new you know there's always something new you can be learning and and that was a massive thing I actually attended the Meta Marketing Summit this week on Wednesday and like even off that going to things like that having the motivation to better yourself and I mean your days go quicker you enjoy your work you know so I think motivation and drive would definitely be something that you know if you can if you can find what motivates you and if you can find even like that drill down into your industry and find the area that motivates you like for a lot of the people on your podcast is is obviously digital and it's big digital for me continue to upskill you know learn like attend every seminar that you could possibly attend you know there's so many free tools like google google offer endless endless amounts of free courses um like the google digital garage like facebook blueprint courses like there's endless opportunities out there to continuing like continue to upskill and i think that would be a thing that if you can learn very early on that there's always something that you could be doing then i think you're golden because you'll just you'll really keep up um and i think once you see as well once you get motivated and once you get into it once you're passionate about it like passion would be another big one so passion motivation if you can nail them you'll just you'll never work a day in your life because you'll always enjoy what you're doing yeah i I can feel the the drive and passion coming out (laughs) everybody says that to me honestly a half an hour is not long enough for a podcast for me (laughs) but um that's it thank you so much for being on the show um not at all I, I've loved every minute and I'm sure our audience will love listening to you and what you have to say. So thank you. And thanks so much for having me, Tom. I can't wait to hear it.